It's safe to say we strongly believe in the power of sharing stories, right, Tisha? Yes, and that's why we chose to have our stories published in actual books. If you or someone you know loves our show or is just looking for the connection we find when we hear another story, then any of our books would be the perfect gift. They really are. Each book is a collection of stories told by women for women on topics ranging from self-love to motherhood to the fact that none of us really have any clue what we are doing. You'll inevitably see yourself in each of them. Why not check some people off your gifting list now while supporting your two favorite podcast host. For more info on how to order, head to our website, www.nowwhatpod.com. You're listening to Now What, a podcast where we celebrate the human spirit by sharing stories of strength and resilience. For those going through hard times or looking to get inspired to change their own life, we're your hosts, Jen and Tisha. Welcome to the finale episode of our first season of the Now What podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Tisha. Today, you're going to be joined by Jen and Tisha. (laughs) It's just us. Jen, 35 episodes is, I feel like, just way more than I expected we were going to do in this year. It's just, what a ride. We talked about, like, taking a break at some point in, like, May or June for the summer. But I think we just found a groove and we were so excited with how many people want were willing to talk to us yeah just kept rolling with it yeah Um, and yeah I never would have expected 35 episodes I will say I am tired yes (laughs) well we've had quite a few weeks I think where we were doing in the past couple of weeks where we were recording two nights a week or hosting, you know, doing one recording and hosting the book club or that sort of thing. So it's been busy, but the holidays are coming up and I think it just makes sense to maybe take a break and reset. And, you know, this project that we're doing has just evolved so much. Yeah. Like think about where this started. We started sitting at Perkins restaurant, drinking coffee, mm-hmm. trying to figure out the meaning of life while you Basically. were processing hardcore PTSD <laughs> that yep. at the time I didn't even realize like the depths of, mm-hmm. I just knew personally I needed those weekly meetings and I could tell that you did too. Yeah. And so it was just what we did. and in trying to figure out the purpose or the meaning for all of this, we talked about starting a podcast about simplifying our lives. Yeah. Because we often had these conversations about just being overwhelmed moms. Mm -hmm. And I think our friendship during that time really evolved too, because prior to those weekly meetings that we started, most of the stuff we had done had been with our kids there. Yeah, absolutely right? Like, yes, we were friends, but we did a lot of kid friendly stuff. Like we did a lot of outings with the kids more than just you and I getting together. Yeah. We were, Um, we were, we mommed together. (laughs) And then, you know, we played with that idea. I think we even, we, we had a name for it. We recorded like an intro. intro. I think we had a tagline, like we had started at a whole other podcast that nobody knew about. Yeah. And And then it just kind of dropped off. Warren died. Yes. And um, I remember you started messaging me and you're like, I really am feeling called that we should pick up this podcast thing again. And 
I knew you were right, but something had changed, I think, just in terms of where both you and I were in our lives. Yeah. In terms of having a topic for yeah, what we were sure. discuss. And, and it, um, I feel like it was at the beginning of COVID when you were like, no, this is what it has to be. It was somewhere. In I those think first so. Months. We were, you were like, let's revisit this. And I was like, you know, I think at this point, what we have in common is like overcoming trauma. Yep. And it kind of started there. And I really felt like we were going to, we had this idea that we wanted to share the stories of what happens to people after they have traumatic events, not just like what your traumatic event is and now your happy ending, but like, what was your healing journey like? Yeah. And I think we have done that. Yes. But it's also evolved, I think, to be so much more than that. Yes, absolutely. I I think we've, we've told more different types of stories than I think we ever like anticipated. And Mm -hmm. I think it's opened our eyes up even to see the scope of what trauma and what is really hard to someone meet, like what a really hard time to someone meets. Yeah. You know, that, that it's not always like my story or, or Kaylee's birth trauma or Fallon's or it's not always these like obviously traumatic big things mm-hmm. that someone has to overcome like it and or, or live through or carry with them or you know right however you want to speak about it and sometimes it's like the series of small traumas like when you think about you know Randy's story mm-hmm. or Nikita's story really um, and I think Amy's story too, I think, I mean, we could probably say there's so many of them, but yeah. where it was really like a whole series of events, it wasn't just like one big trauma, but a whole bunch of small things that people carry with them. And it really, you know, just talk about the scope of yeah topics we've covered and there are still some topics we're going to cover in season two and we've already recorded a few, <laughs> we've already recorded a few. And, um, but it just really has sent home this message to me, I guess. And obviously we all know it, but that everybody has a story. Yes. So many people in this world are just carrying so much weight and we have no idea. And just going through this and hearing just the variety of just that human experience. Um, it's been really enlightening. Yeah. Right. And we have met just remarkable people. We have met some of the most badass women. (laughs) I mean, there have been some that we've each brought to the show, like that we've known personally. Yeah. Like, like anyone that I have like brought to the show, that's been a friend of mine. Like I already knew they were badass. That me, even if they didn't, right. I knew they were. And right. I'm thinking of Eugenia. Yeah, <laughs> you Eugenia. Say that? Like Eugenia. who doesn't know she's badass, but she is. Yeah. Well, and then I mean Natalie too. Who, by the way, Natalie is, um, I think, on her way to the Dominican as we speak, getting married. Getting married. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
And so once this airs, Natalie and Seneca will be married. So congratulations. <laughs> um, huge digression there. Um, but yeah, so, so like, you know, knowing that some of these women are amazing, but, and then some of these other women that we haven't known that we've only connected with through Instagram or, you know, whether we mm-hmm. sought them out and have sent to each other and like, oh, we want to talk to this person or I want to talk to this person or mm-hmm. people who have reached out to us and been willing to get vulnerable with us. Um, mm-hmm. Each, each one of them is just so amazing and inspiring in their own right. And so if you're a former guest listening, you're our best friends, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been amazing to just hold space for so many women. And I don't know about you, but like, I feel like that has always probably been a skill that I have is that ability to try to hold space for other people, or it's something that I at least try to do, but never in this way and never on this scale. Yeah. I feel like it's something that I've become more aware of honestly, probably from having kids because of Mm -hmm. how freaking hard and traumatic that experience is and like what my own experience was and from running mom's groups without having the actual terminology of saying holding space for someone. um, I think that's when I started to really understand it. And then in like our weekly meetings, when you were processing your stuff and then especially since my own trauma, like I really understand what it means to hold space and see how important that is and how actually hard it is to find someone who will do that for you Mm -hmm. because it's not a skill that's prized it's not something right do you know what I mean like I do live in a society where people just want to fix and that's not what holding space is there's no suggesting a a solution or an alternative Mm -hmm. it's just listening Mm -hmm. and what an honor Jen like what an Mm -hmm. honor that these women are trusting us with those stories like I I feel so humbled and so honored that people are trusting us like I don't know how to explain that but that just means so much oh it's so amazing but on the flip side it feels so amazing when, you know, you're, you're, uh, talking with a potential guest or somebody who's agreed to be on the show and they're like, Oh, a little nervous or they're asking questions or like, what are you going to ask me? It's like, we just are here for you to share your story as it works for you to share it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I hope that that works for people. I know we've definitely had some, you know, we've had feedback from people who are like, that felt so good. And thank you so much. And, yes. and I hope that in people being able to talk openly about their story and share it, um, that that has brought them some healing. Cause we've had people on here who have, like admit that they've really never shared their full story. Yeah. Um, it's happened a couple times now. It has happened a couple times, which is, I mean, crazy, incredible, amazing, crazy. in like the most amazing way. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And the, you know, the other thing as this, um, as the podcast has sort of evolved, like we never set out to be like a feminist podcast. I mean, I might have like in my head. (laughs) I mean, I guess we are who we are. Right. 
or even we never set out for it to be all women initially. That we wasn't really sure. the plan. No. no, but as we, but then as we started, it was kind of like, actually, it's funny. Like if I think back and I probably didn't verbalize it, but I kind of was definitely more leaning towards more women and women's stories. Cause that's just mm-hmm. always been as somebody who loves story and, you know, the creative pursuit. I like to elevate women's voices. I just do, mm-hmm. um, create creatively. So that was like there in the back of my head, but I was like, I, you know, I didn't feel as we were like working out our partnership here, I yeah. was like, I don't feel like this is something that needs to be said right yet. Let's just see how it unfolds. And mm-hmm. then I remember you at one point, I think maybe I had been like, do we want to let guys on? Should we let guys on? Like I maybe had some people like in mind and you were yeah, like, I think we had a couple guys apply. Yeah. And you were like, no. I don't want to <laughs> basically. Yeah, really. And I think we actually had booked a man. Yes. And he canceled. Actually, he, he did just have us. a baby. Yeah. He did just have a baby. And well, he had just had, had a baby. baby. And then after that, it was just like, yeah, no, maybe this should be about, about women and their stories because yes. women are so frequently silenced mm-hmm. and, and a lot of so these lies. And these stories have they contain so much wisdom Mm -hmm. and we're often so pitted against each other as women that we don't connect and we don't share these stories and we don't see the the beauty and the wisdom and the power that other women hold. Well, it is. And women in general, I think there's just this, I feel like most recently we've talked a lot about like the patriarchy and white supremacy and all of this. It's, it's come up in, in, a lot of the episodes that we've recorded, whether they've all aired yet or not. Um, and I feel like because of the systems that are in place, women are so often pitted against each other and judge each other for their mm-hmm. actions mm-hmm. and their behaviors without, you know, being able to look at them with the kind eyes that I think we need to view each other with and say you know, to yourselves, like, you don't know what they're carrying. You don't know what an invisible load they're carrying and what they're trying to process through. Yeah. And also the other thing that I've been thinking about, I guess, lately is like, we don't realize the strength that we possess and that these women possess. Like you have no idea, like, yeah, that person beside you might be struggling, but you also have no idea what they've already overcome. Yeah, like or how they got are, to there. Yeah, like we are so strong, mm-hmm. really. And one of the things I guess I've been maybe thinking about in my journey lately or whatever is just that idea of how many of us are just out there putting one foot in front of the other. Yes. You know, like having really shitty things happen and still putting one foot in front of the other and still showing up and keep going. And, and I think it's hard and it's really isolating when you're in that place where you're struggling Mm -hmm. and you're putting one foot in front of the other, especially because of COVID the world has transitioned to so much more digital, even as you know, here Mm -hmm. in Canada, North America, things are like 
more more yeah. more things you're, you're doing more in person you're seeing more people you're in more places for generally I think that digital and zoom aspect and like the the even more I feel like more pressure on you know social media as a means of connection it's easy to get caught in the scroll of perfection mm-hmm. and I say that because I personally am struggling today and I found myself scrolling on Instagram and I pretty, um, pretty strongly curate my feed, Mm -hmm. but these, I'm seeing these stories of friends who are like all the ease and doing the things and, 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 you know, it's all coming their way. And I just, sorry, that was me. (laughs) No, no, that was after I, I, I talked myself out of it. I talked to myself out of it. I, I did read that one. And that was different because I know everything that's going on with you. So yeah. that doesn't land in the same way. Um, right, right. And, I, and for most of these other women, I, I know like what they've fought through too. But there are just sometimes that even no matter how well you curate your feed, no matter how well you know somebody's story, if it feels like everybody's finding the ease and you're not. Mm-hmm. It sucks and it's hard and it's isolating. And, you know, if we can be a platform to, for people to come to, to feel less alone or less isolated, whether mm-hmm. it's to listen or to be on the show or, you know, join well, our Patreon community and, and, and engage with, with us there, like, mm-hmm. you know, cause you're not alone. Yeah. And so much of these interactions that we see on social media are superficial. Mm-hmm. And I think what's different about what we're doing is that it's not. We are having real, raw conversations with people. And it's all been made possible by Zoom, by the way. Yeah. Um, and that's how we're able to interview people from all over the world. Yeah. And just actually having real conversations and building, like, I feel like I have built real connections with these people that we've interviewed. Oh, I love, like, I love seeing what our guests are doing. I mean, you know, I kind of, I kind of dissed social media and this is coming from somebody who I spend a lot of my time on social media and I make (laughs) most of my, most of my income through my work on social media. So yeah. there are benefits there. It's not all bad, but even as somebody who does that and really understand, feels like they understand it, it still can be really freaking hard. Um, but following mm-hmm. our guests on social and being able to see what they are up to and, you know, what's happening in their lives is amazing. Yeah. I love yeah. and feeling like you kind of have an inside track because of these conversations. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, and I don't know about you, but I can tell you that there have been episodes that we have recorded that I haven't slept afterwards. Um, actually, there's been several of them. <laughs> <laughs> because holding space for somebody um, can be difficult. Mm-hmm. And we're hearing difficult things. And, you know, sometimes my heart just feels really heavy after we hear some of these stories. Um, has that ever happened for you? 
my heart, I think, yeah, I feel the heaviness when we're recording them. Um, Mm. I think I maybe have better boundaries, like emotionally when we're Mm -hmm. listening. And Mm -hmm. I think it's gotten easier. Well, I think also, because (laughs) I, I think for me also, part of it is that I know I have to dive deep back into the story. When you're editing. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's about kind of like spreading out how much I let it Mm -hmm. affect me. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say the hardest episode for me was when we talked to Michelle from, I did not sign up for this. Mm -hmm. Um, just because our, our, our paths are, are somewhat similar and there are similarities there. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're kind of, on the same like timeline where like her husband died not long before Warren. And that one was a lot harder for me than I anticipated it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and some of these other ones that are, are more gruesome and graphic and, and just like really, you know, hard stories. um, They sit with me, but I think it's just in a different way. They sit, yeah, like in particular, just as you were saying that, like Fallon's story and Chelsea's really sat with me um, just in terms of the, I guess the violence that they were exposed to in those stories really kind of got me. And then, yeah, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. Like how many episodes, we should go back and count how many episodes we cried <laughs> with, oh, with, with guests. The guests. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I think especially in the beginning, I think it's gotten a little bit easier, like as time has gone on to, Mm -hmm. um, separate, but it's still, it's, it's, it's hard and it's hard not to have those moments. And I know Kristen's story, Kristen's story. Yes. Well, she was the first one who told us the whole story. We were the first people she told the whole story to. Yeah. That was like the first time that had happened. And that was, and it was so emotional for her and and it was hard not to feel that too. Right. Well, and she uh, was, she was talking about like there, you know, that experience of childbirth, like we know what that's like. Yeah. We didn't, yeah. We didn't experience it the way that she had, but because we know what that's like, you, you can know like how scared you potentially are. And, and, you know, like just there's just a lot that that we can really truly have more of a schema to like build upon and kind of yeah try to put yourself in their position shoes sort of so to speak yeah absolutely I've also we've recorded episodes that I felt like like I was flying afterwards and like not that I couldn't sleep because I was impacted by it in a you know vicarious trauma type of way but just like so uplifting and inspiring after mm-hmm. listening to some of these stories that I'm like wow like and and other ones incredible I know and other ones too <laughs> where like we where it's like you just finish and it's like oh my like that was such an amazing conversation and like yes and you feel I, like high and so energized I'm like I can't go to bed after that And I can't wait until we release it. And there's something really weird about this thing that we're doing because 
unlike in like a social media kind of construct, there's no direct feedback that we're getting. (laughs) So we think these are amazing and love them. And, you know, to the extent that some, some of you have engaged with us, you know, we know, but it's only based on numbers. And I will be the first to say that numbers on their own to me personally don't mean much. Yeah. Cause if, you know, like if you have millions of people viewing your TikToks, but they're not like engaging in any other way, what does that mean? Versus like having somebody say, you really impacted me or I love right. this and actually right. getting some sort of a direct feedback. So it's been interesting where in the beginning it was like, oh my God, what do people think? What do people think? And now I have like a whole lot of, I don't give a fuck what people think because I know what we're doing is, <laughs> I know what we're doing is important. And if we can't yes. get direct feedback, then we're just going to keep doing this shit. But guys, you can always give us feedback too, right? You can, so you can, you can comment on Instagram. You can comment on Facebook. You can, you can email, email us, us. You can send us messages. Like you can please. You can, yeah. If you, know, you love or hate an episode, we do want to know. Tell us we're getting ready for a season two. So if there's something you want to, you know, hear more of or less of. (laughs) Is there one thing, Tisha, that you feel like you personally like took away from this experience of this first like year basically of doing this, whether it's something from a guest or the process or. I mean. I think I've learned so much about how to support people who are going through a hard time. Mm -hmm. And there's certain themes that have come up over and over again, like just the importance of finding your people. Yep. Like, for example, that has come up over and over again. Um, So I think I've learned a lot that way. There's also been a lot of stories that I've seen pieces of myself or, you know, felt like their childhood sounds similar to mine, stuff like that. And I think there's healing in that when you can connect to other people Mm -hmm. um, and hear their stories. And sometimes there's validation in that, if that makes any sense. Um, So yeah. How about you? Definitely in terms of, of how to like support someone, um, I think it really highlights just how unifying themes like grief and trauma are among Mm -hmm. just humans, Mm -hmm. you know, like it doesn't matter where you come from or who you are or how much money you have, if you've experienced something traumatic or a loss or you know, there's, there's space for a common ground there. And And there's so much suffering. There are so many people who are suffering silently and none of us are exempt from these things happening to us. Nope. Time and time again, we've interviewed women who never imagined that what happened to them would happen. Right. Um, And maybe that makes me sound a little bit cynical that I'm like, 
even this week, I was telling you, like, I wrote a post about just feeling like I was on top of the world. I found out that I'm three years cancer free. I released a book, my daughter's turning nine, we're going away for a weekend, like as a family, which is not something we get to do a lot. And like, I just feel like everything that I've been putting out there is and like this season's wrapping up. I mean, it's just like everything seems to be coming together. And even in saying that, there's a real knowing that this doesn't last forever. No, and it's not always going to be like this. And like that this is a season and I want to enjoy it and be grateful for it. But shitty things happen to people all the time when they're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. They and, do. And you can't do anything about it. And I think this came up. Actually, we, we did an interview last night. Um, with two of who, two people who might be two of my favorite people. Um, I have to <laughs> wait for season two, guys. You'll you love guys, them. it's going to be, it's, it's so good. Um, but it's an we expert talk, edition, but they refuse to call themselves experts. They're not experts. We'll, have to do, <laughs> we'll do experts in quotes. Um, but this idea, so on this idea of how, you know, no one's exempt from bad shit happening. The time that we're living in right now is the perfect example of that. This time of COVID and the lack of control we have over what is going on mm-hmm. and, um, and the fear and the losses that have taken place, whether you've actually lost someone to death or just lost friendships because of differing beliefs or opinions on things whether lost your you freedom all of a sudden we can't go out anymore freedom I mean. in a very that was in a very <laughs> traumatic way and yeah. suddenly um yeah. you know if you have had people that are sick whether they've li- not not necessarily even dying like the loss of even being able to support them in person there's just so many, there's so much, we've all lost something in this time. Every Mm -hmm. single person, I don't care who you are, you have lost something in this pandemic time. And my hope, and I'm not trying to silver lining it because I hate a silver lining. Um, My hope is that it makes people maybe start to recognize a little bit more that we're all carrying something. And I don't know Mm -hmm. that it will, but in my perfect world, (laughs) it would grow a little bit more empathy. And unfortunately, when you look at how some people are still continuing to interact, it doesn't feel like it has, but. Yeah. And that's like one of the things that I would hope has come from people listening to this is just, I hope that people have heard other people's story with empathy and maybe can look at other people in their lives with some of that understanding because people don't talk about some, a lot of the stuff we're talking about, people don't talk about openly and don't express openly. Um, For fear of judgment, for fear of just hurting someone's feelings or making them feel uncomfortable or, you know, just for how they might be perceived um, there's a slew of reasons why people don't talk about this stuff. Yeah. Or like, I feel like in my case, like there was a lot of toxic positivity. Like you're just supposed to be positive when you have cancer. And like, I didn't feel like I could 
talk about how scared I was because people just want you to be positive all the time. And I think there's a lot of people in other situations that feel like they can't maybe express how hard something is because the message is, well, you just have to be positive and good things will happen for you. And you don't want to seem like you're complaining or, you know, I mean, like there's ever feeling a time in your life when yourself. you have more of a right to feel that way though. Right. Like yeah. that's the time when you should be able to, but that's just not the way. Yeah. It goes. So we've um, also laughed a lot. Yes. We've laughed a lot. Some episodes have been funnier than others. Um, there's something about people going through trauma though that brings out the dark humor. So, you know, like um Carling is quite funny. Yes. Jess Jess stands up to diet culture. That episode, I mean, she cracked me up. She's amazing. I, I don't know. Her. She cracked you guys. I'm up. hanging out with that girl. Uh if oh I, my when I go whenever I get to New York. If um, I travel anywhere where one of these women lives, I'm hanging out with them. We should go on the road. <laughs> now what on the road? Next summer and travel around yeah. North America. Um, there are some people I think we heard from this season who we're going to hear from again or hoping to hear from again in season yes. two. Yes. Um, and I have an important question. Go. What are you going to do with your time off besides wow. holiday stuff? I might... I think I'm going to really miss it, truthfully. Yes. But my decluttering has been slacking. <laughs> so I'm probably going to do a lot of taking care of my house. <laughs> because the kids go to bed and I do this, or yep. I'm doing like, or I'm working on show notes, or I'm communicating with guests, or yep. whatever. So. Yep. Um, I'm going to have some free time, but I also think I'm going to miss it. I'm not going to lie. I am going to miss it, but there are some things that I want to do. And I think um, I haven't been writing as much as I had. So maybe I'll be writing. Maybe I'll be a little more active on my other Instagram account. I don't know. We'll see. How about you? What are you going to do? Sleep. Um. <laughs> I have a really hard time sleeping after our episodes anyway, just because like from just like the interaction in general, um, yeah. like last night I watched a whole movie after we finished recording. I didn't expect to. Um, <laughs> and then a lot of times because life, like I'll start editing and then end up doing it into the night to get it done, to make sure that you have enough time with it. And so mm -hmm. I definitely feel like there will be um, a catch up on sleep. There will be um, more bedtime snuggles with my kids because yeah. on the nights that we record, I don't get to. And yeah, because, I rush the bedtime on those nights too. And because I am taking dance classes on other nights, I feel like I'm starting to feel like the pressure of that. I did text uh, one of my friends earlier saying I'm there's an element of me missing the time when we didn't have all these activities. And, and compared to some, we do not have a lot of activities in this house, but it mm -hmm. feels like a lot after nothing. Um, so yeah, and I will be traveling down to uh, Boston to see my family over the holidays. And 
That would be nice. Yeah. So that's, that's what, that's what I'm going to do. And I think we're also going to look a little bit at the format of the show and we're going to record some more guests before we're back. We already are super excited about who we have coming up. Yeah. I mean, we've already recorded probably three or four episodes and we have some other ones booked. We have at least one other one booked. Yeah. um, But if you have a story that you want to share with us, please send us an application. We are completely open to all kinds of stories from people of all different backgrounds, which really has been, we haven't talked about that, but that's actually been something that Jen and I have agreed that is really important to us that we don't want to just share you know white women's voices we want women white middle-aged moms middle yeah middle class like we want to share women's stories so and they don't have to all be like this I don't know some of them have this really dramatic element to them but not all of them do and if you know these stories shape us and if you want to tell us your story by all means, we want to hear it. And if you have want applied, to hear <laughs> and if you have applied previously, and we haven't gotten to you yet, we will be going back through applications and reaching out to you. At some point, we are two busy moms with lots of other things going on, and you know, we yeah. see you, and we're thankful that you applied. Um, and this is can- definitely one of the things I'm going to be doing during this downtime. Is um, scheduling guests yeah yeah you're gonna have there's, there's potentially stalking more people on instagram more. To see I can invite. <laughs> there's potentially more for you to keep doing in the downtime than for me i mean i do have some episodes to edit but uh and just on the idea of like editing and season two and all of this um i hope to uh get some more content onto our Patreon community. We would love if you would join our Patreon community because we are hoping to, you know, continue this on. I don't see us stopping this for any extended period of time, anytime soon. So as a result, we would love to be able to upgrade from our Apple headphones and Zoom (laughs) to some like real gear, but we need your help to do it. Because we're not rich people. It ain't cheap. Yeah. So if you love what we're doing and you want to support us, we would love if you would check that out. You can join for a month or two. If you join for three or more months, you get fun things like stickers and our eBooks and, and things like that. Yeah. So have an amazing holiday season, folks. Yes. And we will see you in the new year. Thanks for listening to Now What? If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Until next time, remember, your hard times are the chance to write another chapter.